Hello and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. My name is Gary Redmond and if you don't know me, I'm the co-founder of BusterBox.com, a subscription box service for dogs in the UK and Ireland and also an email marketing coach and consultant for many other subscription boxes across many industries. Um, so excited to be able to start this podcast. Um, my first time ever doing anything like this, so I'm really excited to be able to share my message with you guys. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about today, why I started this podcast, what to expect each week. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and my story for those of you who don't know me, um, cover what's coming next a little bit, and then into the meat and bones, which is why email is valuable and why you should listen to me talking about it. Okay, then we'll finish up with what's coming next week and I'll tell you how you can get in touch with me. Okay, so um, really, really excited. This is episode one of hopefully many. Um, and the reason I started this podcast is <clears throat> for you to connect with you on a deeper level, okay, to help as many people as I can with the things that I've learned in my business, doing email marketing for seven years now, um, teaching email marketing for two or three years, and obviously continuing to learn things day to day in my business that I can pass on to you. Okay, obviously for myself, I'm, I want to grow my audience, I want to increase influence, I want to be able to get some social proof. And obviously it's a challenge for me and I'm outside of my comfort zone, which means growth. And generally, if I don't want to do something or I feel res resistance to it, then I kind of realize that's something I should be doing. So it took me a whole week to record this episode and now I'm doing it. So usually that means it's growth. Okay, so, um, but obviously like I'm not one of these people who pretends I'm doing this for good of my health. I hope to eventually make money from this, but that's not the sole reason I'm doing it. The way I see it, I'll get to share my knowledge with a lot of people like you. A very small percentage will ever buy anything from me and that's totally okay because for those of you who want to come and get that free value and learn a bit, learn about me, learn things that are going to help you in your business, I'm totally cool with that also, okay? If anybody wants to take the next step and work with me, that's fine too, okay? And for real, okay? So for you, for me, for real, not many people are talking about what I do, okay? It's a very interesting topic and an underserved niche in the subscription industry is email marketing, okay? The different ways we run email marketing, the different strategies that are slightly different but similar to straight e-commerce and to other subscription type businesses, subscription boxes versus memberships, coaching, consulting, things like that. And I think it will be a success. I think there's a lot of value and I really feel like I have something to say, okay? So... What to expect each week I'll tackle a new topic related to email marketing mostly um, and generally in relation to subscription based businesses. Depending on how things go, we may have interviews, I hope to have interviews and uh, we may explore things on the periphery of these topics, online business, habits, productivity and different ways you have to kind of master yourself and your life in order to be able to deliver on your goal of growing an online business and a subscription based business. Okay. Um, the name, I really went back and forward with the name and the team of the podcast in order to be able to branch out on topics, okay? So I was going to go with a general name, Gary Redmond Show or something like that. But in the end, I decided just to keep it pretty closely focused on email marketing. So we won't stray too far from that in the beginning, at least. We may pivot later, um, but we'll see how it goes, okay? You can also expect to learn basically how to effectively use email marketing to grow your business in 2023, engage your customers and make more money from your customers when they're engaging with your subscription business. You can expect to get stories and my perspective on what works and what doesn't and how you can implement it for your own business. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Gary Redmond. I, I came from uh, I come from Ireland, a um, small town in North Dublin called Malahide and um, before I launched Busterbox, um, I guess deep down, I was always um, somebody who, who didn't really kind of see the traditional life path 
going to get a job, working nine to five somewhere you don't want to be doing something you don't want to do as something that I felt like it was a path for me. Okay. Um, I kind of struggled with school. Some would say a problem with authority. Maybe that's why I didn't want to have a boss. But um, I guess other entrepreneurs like you guys would understand. Maybe you have some similar traits, maybe not. Um, I come from a family of four boys. I'm the youngest. Um, in my spare time, I like to go to the gym, traveling, hiking. Whenever I go traveling, I love to see new places and uh, try not to visit the same place twice too often. And um, yeah, just like to enjoy enjoy my life. And I try to I try to live. Um, I don't live to work. I work to live. Okay, so a lot of the things you'll learn in here in this podcast will be about yes, making money, yes, growing your business, but also if it can be automated or is there a way to do it at a minimum viable level that doesn't take up all your time? If there is a way, I've usually searched for it, found it. Some would say I'm lazy, some wouldn't. <laughs> you can take whatever you want from it, but I've always tried to find a way to basically not let my my business take over my life. Okay, now you do have to change your habits. You do have to become a you know a responsible person, someone who doesn't go out and kind of drink every weekend and you know be responsible in that way. But in terms of just unnecessarily spending time on things that can be automated, I'll always try and try and find a way around that. Um, in school and work, um, like I said, I always kind of saw society for what it was. If you're not happy doing something, why would you do it for five days a week just to get two days off and then dread going back on Sunday? Um, so before I launched my first business, Busterbox, uh, I was I did I went to university in Dublin. I studied chemical and pharmaceutical science. Very very difficult, but ended up doing nothing with it. And um, when I graduated college, I realized I didn't really want to go into a lab for the rest of my life either. Um, and I decided to move to Canada. And when I moved to Canada, before I went to Canada, I was like doing a lot of partying, going out, drinking and stuff. And I really kind of was not happy with where I was in life. And I was totally lost. Not sure what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to just be unhappy. Um, and that kind of led me to um, just seeking to improve myself, self-improvement and self-mastery. And then when we launched Busterbox, so the story of Busterbox was Liam and Paul saw the idea about subscription boxes. We were going to launch a gym box. Um, and then we saw BarkBox in the US and we saw no one was doing anything really similar in the UK and Ireland, which might be a story or, or a podcast for later on in terms of bringing, a, bringing an idea from a different market to your own market. So long story short, we, we, we got ready to launch. We ordered boxes. I was still in Canada for the first five or six months. So uh, I was running it from there, which was quite difficult. And then about six months in, I moved home. We ended up on Dragon's Den not long after I moved home. We quit our jobs and... <laughs> That was probably the wrong thing to do at that time, but we ended up slowly, slowly figuring out how to grow the business, and we earned very little money from it. We were we were losing money for a long time, but thankfully, um, in 2021, 2022, we started to turn around and we really grew our business to a high level, um, and this is where we are today. And it, during that time, I was kind of always good at copywriting, email marketing, anything to do with words. Okay, I was kind of good at writing at, at writing in school. That was one of my more uh, pleasurable subjects, definitely not maths or anything like that. Um, and yeah, so I kind of fell into that role in Busterbox, growing the growing the business using primarily email marketing, okay, kind of writing newsletters. But as we kind of grew and evolved, I started to realize what email marketing, how powerful it was for so many different areas of the business, not just for acquisition, but also for customer retention, feedback generation, churn reduction, upselling, all the different ways you can use email marketing to acquire, retain, and upsell your customers to maximize the, the back-end profitability of your business, okay? That's what I'm good at, okay? What am I bad at? I generally leave other people to deal with product, which is Paul, ads, which is lame, and let myself just kind of work on conversion rate, email marketing, and what do we do to maximize the value of the customers when they actually when they actually sign up to the box? Um, 
what's coming next for me i have i've been coaching people with this for a couple of years i have an online course i also still work in buster box every day so i'm continuing to learn and get the opportunity to help people like you when i learn something that works i also post pretty frequently on instagram and twitter and always just trying to put out as much content helpful content as i can grow my audience reach as many people um, and drive as much value into the industry that i can okay um so why email is valuable and why you should keep listening to me about it, okay? So we've used email marketing and not just email marketing, but conversionary optimization and back-end value in terms of um, other email um, strategies, not just to sell, but to retain our customers and to upsell them and um, to basically generate over $3 million in sales for our subscription-based business, okay? And it is different for subscription businesses in a few different ways, okay? So first, generally on the front end, instead of having a multiple multiple products that you sell on the front end in for example a shopify store when you have a subscription business or subscription first business at least you're generally only trying to sell one product in the beginning okay you have distinct buckets of customers and uh, the second way it's different is you have distinct buckets of customers um, and different distinct buckets of leads and um, your customers and your cancel customers so there's three general buckets there's pre-customer customer and then cancel their past customers okay and that's the second way it's different because in a straight e-commerce business, you might have people who've bought once and haven't returned. You've got your VIPs, regular buyers, then you have people who have never bought and people who've gone cold. So it's similar, but it's really much more clearer when you're in a subscription business. You're either not a customer, you're a customer or you're a past customer. Okay. So the way you sell to them is also quite different. Okay. So why email for different for, for subscriptions is different and how you can take advantage of it is so since you're on your front end, you're trying to sell just one product, okay? And you ha it's really critically important that you are keeping your emails fresh and engaging and still get sales, okay? And the way to do that, I have three tips for you today to do that, okay? To keep your emails fresh and engaging while still getting sales and selling the one product, the first idea and the first strategy is to constantly switch up your offers. Now, not constantly, but every, every week or two, you want to switch and you can rotate, right? You can go... You can go free gift, then you for two weeks or so, send two or three emails about your free gift offer and then send and then the next week, send some emails about it ending. And then you can switch to maybe a discount offer um, and do that for a couple of weeks. Again, have some urgency that the offer is ending. It is going away, at least for now. Then I need to know you're going to bring it back in a couple of weeks. And then if you can even have um, a third offer, like such as free upgrade um, in every box or whatever. Okay, so... The, the, the main thing really is just to make sure that you're not banging the same drum over and over again and just saying like, get this offer, get this offer, get this offer because after a while, people are going to know what the email says before they open it and if you have no curiosity, you're going to get a really low open rate and you're not going to get many sales, okay? The next way that you can keep your emails fresh and engaging is to stay relevant to current events. So if it's Christmas time, if it's back to school, if it's Thanksgiving, leverage that that's like kind of what's going on in the customer psyche and match it to your offers if you can do that like for example in 2022 it was a real really big heat wave here in the uk and ireland and it was really really warm and what we did was we found a splash pad for your dog and that splash pad was one of our best performing offers ever in september 2022 we signed up over 1500 customers in one month alone and it was on the splash pad and the reason why it was really powerful was it was really hot Okay, and people's dogs. There was, you know, there was news articles. There was things going on in the industry, in in the news and stuff like that. Like there was people, you know, unfortunately, you know, getting sick and dying from the heat, and it was a really big problem that people were having. And we leveraged that. We got this splash pad, and so many people signed up in order to protect their dog. 
Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that's not necessarily necessarily relevant for everybody's business. But there is current events that happen every single year. There is there is Thanksgiving in the US. There is Halloween. There's Christmas. Back to school, as I said, Easter. So if you can tie in your offers or at least your email messaging into current events, you're going to stay top of mind. It's going to be relevant for people to keep opening your emails and also keeping things interesting. Okay. The final way to keep your in, keep your emails fresh is to switch things up. Okay. Now you might you might be saying I just I just told you ways of switching things up, but what I mean is the actual style of the email. So in Busterbox, generally, we kind of tend towards a highly designed email with really, really cool yeah, graphics, really high-res images of the box, a offer-centric email where right at the top it's like, get your box 50% off, happy dog with the box, some customer reviews, and some pictures of dogs with the box, and obviously a strong CTA and maybe two or three bullet points about the benefits, okay? Now, they work really, really well, okay? So if you're not doing any, any emails like that, if your emails are totally text-based, I would advise you to try one or two one or two of them over the next couple of weeks. The other way though is we were doing that for a long time and actually in 2023 we started to experiment with you know we were sending these emails they were still working but we ended up starting to try like text-based emails which is generally not something you really do from a brand but we wanted to switch things up so what we came up with is like a kind of personal style email written from the founder and it's kind of like a story um, hey, how's it going? Uh, I want to let you know about this really cool offer that we're talking about. Um, you know, it's really, really good for your dog because of this reason, that reason that solves that problem. And we're doing a really good deal on it right now, but it's really urgent. You have to do it by tomorrow, let's say 11 a.m. Okay. So the reason why this works is it's so personal and you don't try and speak to them like a brand talking to, to, to somebody. It's like a person to person. Hey, this is my business. Pretty cool offer we have running here. Go ahead and sign up for it. Uh, by the way, you have to do it by 11 a.m. tomorrow. Otherwise the offer ends. Okay. So we switch things up with our emails. Now we do at least one text-based email per week and the good thing is that they're actually easier to design. They take less time and also they work really, really well and they keep, they help to keep things fresh. No one's just seeing the same style of email over and over again, okay? So if we go over that again, switch up your offers and rotate your offers, okay? Stay relevant to current events and make sure that you're leveraging that in your emails and also switch up your email style and just make, make sure people are having a good reason to open it, okay? A final bonus tip is experiment with subject lines, okay? So make sure that you're building a lot of curiosity in your subject lines. Make sure you're asking questions, you're opening loops, saying things like, did you miss this? Um, pattern interrupts, confirm, say things that like, your refund has been issued. I've seen that being used a few times in sales emails. So really, really important with uh, subject lines. Obviously, you know, if, you've, if you have a bad subject line, no one opens your emails, you, you have no chance of getting sales, okay? So the most important thing with a subject line is to build that curiosity and make them itch to actually close the loop, okay? So if you open a loop, uh, like a cliffhanger in a soap opera, people want to click the email in order to close the loop. It doesn't actually matter most of the time if your email doesn't even quite close the loop, just the action of clicking it and getting them to open, most people don't even remember the reason why you grab their attention because they're kind of distracted by your email and reading your email then. So even if you say something like, you know, confirmed or, you know, your refund has been issued, you know, all you have to do is maybe say one line in the email to say, we'd love to um, give you a free product like we're refunding you or something. So be be careful with these. Don't piss people off too much. If you're getting a lot of complaints, don't do it anymore. But generally, um, just make sure you're being highly curious with your emails and making sure that people are really, really enticed to click. So 
that is my main tips for this week and um, how email is different for subscription boxes and how to basically leverage that and take advantage of of that compared to e-commerce businesses where things are slightly different okay so next week on the next podcast i'm going to show you and um, more strategies that we do to basically drive value on our back end okay so as i mentioned the three tenets for our subscription business email marketing strategy is like acquisition retention and upselling so next week i'm going to talk about the upselling upselling part of things and um, there's many many things we can talk about in the future i'm talking I'm, I'm thinking about doing post-purchase surveys winning back customers email copywriting all that sort of stuff so if you'd like to see a, um, a podcast t- a topic or episode please let me know in my b- group on facebook subscription box email marketing um, and yeah if you want to get in touch with me my email is gary gary at gary you'll see me around the internet twitter instagram youtube every couple of weeks as much as i can and hopefully this podcast will do well and please let me know if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and leave me a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and let me know what you think if this was terrible please let me know i can make it better some constructive feedback is always welcome if you liked it i'd really appreciate a five-star review it will just help my podcast grow and reach more people and i will be able to deliver more value to you and we'll all grow our business together and thank you for joining me on this journey Thank you for giving me your time and I will talk to you next week.